Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What is good, everybody? Welcome to the first instant reaction podcast of the season. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera, and Michelle Majuk is here on your first instant reaction co-hosting show. I'm so pumped. Yeah, I'm here. I'm not, you know, super drunk. You know, that's a first on these instant <laughs> reactions because the, the two times I have shown up on this show, it was like after like playoff games at night and I was feeling a little a little good about myself and a little uh, rowdy. But uh, I'm here today after a brutal game. So we have a lot to get into. Yes, we do. And by the way, we want to make this as interactive as possible. So please hit us up in the comments. We will take as many as we can. Like and subscribe to the channel. And let me just say, like, holy crap. Let's just hope that doesn't happen in the regular season. And, like, I get it. There were starters out and all that the usual qualifiers. But, oh, man, it was a whooping. 34 to seven on both sides of the ball for the 49ers. And look, we can get into it. Let's start right away with the Trey Lance stuff. Cause that's what everybody, you know, we were all waiting to watch it. Uh, I'm going to have my say about Lance, but you are less biased than me, I think in the eyes of the audience. So I will let you have the floor, your Trey Lance assessment. Listen, it was a super brutal outing. he, Needed to come out here and kill it, right? And these stats right here, just throw them away. Like those aren't like those don't matter. If you look at these stats, you're like, oh, he had a pretty good game. Like, no, he didn't. And 
this is my thing with Trey Lance. I was hoping he came out here and just absolutely killed it because that's what he had to do. But not only did he not kill it, he looks like he hasn't grown whatsoever. His processing was brutal. His average time to throw it 3.42, just way too long to take. Like he just, he wasn't getting it out fast unless it was like a super short throw that was called, obviously that was just going out to the flat and like, that's it. And those are the only times he got the ball out quickly. Other than that, he, like those first two sacks, those were on him. The, yeah, the offensive line wasn't great tonight. We'll talk about that too. But those two first two sacks were on him. And what also was like a shocker to me today as well, he didn't look fast. Like him evading defenders, he his speed just didn't look special. It looked like on the Dak Prescott level rusher instead of even like we already knew he wasn't on the Lamar Fields level, but like he's so far away from those guys. And that's kind of what you're leaning on here when you're saying he has so much upside. The upside is because he's supposed to be extremely mobile. And I was not seeing that out of him today at all with his speed. He like could not run away from these defenders at all. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like what I saw. And I'm honestly like after today, he's not ready. He's not ready to start. He just isn't. And I, I don't think that you, I know the only way he can get better is if he plays, but this team can't do that. He can't, they can't do that to him. It will take him a full year to even be a viable starter. And the, the 49ers have a better option with Brock Purdy. Trey Lance hasn't developed. He hasn't played football in 329 days. He's but not going to get to. hasn't developed. I don't know how he was supposed to develop without playing football for 329 you days. You could show something. You should, you could, he could have shown some growth. He's had this entire offseason to improve. He was rehabbing a broken ankle. I'd say he had this entire offseason to improve, to show something. His pro, like, where I'm not asking. I, also, I thought his accuracy looked better. I did. I was, I'll give him that overall. But like you can't still be processing this slowly and making. Of course you can. He every single play. play, every single play was either one that Kyle just drew up to make it easy on him, which is fine. Down for those, or his only go-to was over the middle, and twice it, we're so clear interceptions, right? Like there's no way around it. They were oh, yeah. interceptions there's that were two just. Drop picks. Yeah. So like to add to that stat line, it should say two interceptions, zero touchdowns, because that's what it was. Right. I mean, the touchdown. Yeah. Not only was it not intercepted, but it fell into the hands of Ross Dwelly, which is like, that's double, like that's double luck right there. But I'll say this about Trey Lance. And I, I think it's what we have seen from him. First of all, this game will change no one's opinion. Like, Oh, it changed mine. So it it should change. Okay. Well, that's, I'm surprised because I'm off, I'm off of him. What I would say is the longer he played, the better he looked which is what we have seen from Trey Lance whenever he's gotten in there. No, because every quarterback can make a play once in a while. Yes, the longer he played, yeah, yeah, he had a completion once in a while, right? Every quarterback can do that. It's not that. It's then even later, that second interception was not early in the game. That He still made that choice to throw that ball. He had two chunk completions that got the team down the field. And yeah, it should have been picked off, but it wasn't. But guess what? Dropped interceptions happen in the regular season too, not right? Like that. Not for oh, that what, one. What do you mean not like that? Of course, just like that. What any, are we talking about here? Any viable defender there oh, that's bullshit. going to make a team catches that. Oh, defenders never drop picks? 
That never Unless happened. You're a whiskey tart, you don't drop that pick. I mean, guys drop picks all the time. Uh, group- it was a very, very bad choice. That, that doesn't yes, matter. It was. Dropped- so that's what matters to me. And he was still, I mean, he still made that choice. And it was. Yeah. Not every play was perfect, but he had some good ones after that, too. Uh, Green Glassful says Trey should go ball his ex. Should go ball his ex, not pro football. I don't really know what that means. Uh, They chimed in again. Your eminent guest is correct. Um, Look, I'm not saying that it was a great performance by Trey Lance. I'm not. All I'm saying is it looked like to me a guy that was super inexperienced to come in to begin with, who hadn't played in 329 days, looking super inexperienced when he played. And to me, he got better the longer he was in there. And the fact that Kyle. Oh, my goodness. Okay. What? He Did he not? Get, he just wasn't horrendous. Like, it's not like you're like, oh, he's calming down though. Like his, he still was like, just, it just, he didn't look like an NFL quarterback out there. He just didn't. Aiden O'Connell is a fourth round rookie. He, he, the comparison between the two, you can't even compare the two. I mean, yeah. Aiden O'Connell looked so, so, so much Aiden better. Aiden O'Connell looked better. Coming to that's, I'm not going to argue And he's that. also rookie in his very first game against NFL yeah. players. And um, guess what? He's probably thrown about a thousand more passes than Trey Lance. Well, I think Trey Lance hasn't started and finished a game since 2019. So you're willing to uh, throw I'm away sorry. this season. I'm sorry. Uh, he hasn't started and finished back-to-back games since, since 2019. I want to get that right. Um, it matters more to you that Trey Lance gets the snaps this year and gets the whole time to develop instead of winning games. I want Trey Lance to play a thousand percent. Yes. Stephen oh, Duckett. Want, says, I'm all in the Brock one. So I'm not overreacting, but Trey absolutely needs to do better and utilize every opportunity he gets. I want to say this too, because Grant Cohn is pushing this narrative and it's insane. Uh, they did run the ball more when Sam Darnold was in than when Trey Lance was in. That is undeniable, but that's not, I don't think that's a, like, to sabotage Trey Lance. I think it's Kyle wanting to get Lance snaps and get him uh, passing opportunities and reps. I think that's why he did it, but it is undeniable that they did not. I mean, the first two series, they didn't, I think they ran the ball like once they had like only two, I think design runs to running backs when Lance was in there, like they were, they were trying to give him the reps. And I thought Lance looked his best when they actually did run the ball in the second quarter and settled things down a little bit. And he moved the team down the field. So again, I'm not telling you it was a great performance. All I'm telling you is that is exactly what I expected with Trey Lance. You did not expect this performance out of Trey Lance tonight. You did not. You did not. You thought he was going to perform well. I hope he he would perform well. But he performed atrociously. No, he didn't. Yes, he he did. You have these goggles on these love shaped goggles on for Trey Lance and you can't see it. I was 1000% hoping Trey Lance killed it today. I wanted him to be flawless. I was, but again, if he just showed like, if he was just doing the thing thing, like just not being terrible, I would have said, okay, I saw some growth from him. What was this so was, terrible? You dropped interceptions. I mean, those were, were terrible those, decisions. Those were he made a lot of bad decisions. Again, I was not happy with the way like his speed looked. And those two sacks were on him. Those are also two bad plays where he's not not managing the pocket well enough. Like he, A, in the second one, he just kind of like walked into it. So what, what are you doing? Can you, play, like, can you use your, like you're supposed to be mobile. Can Like that's the one thing you're supposed to offer is that you won't get sacked on these type of plays when the offensive line can't hold up because you're able to at least try to evade. He didn't try to evade it in either one. And it's not like, it, these were like three seconds they gave him. It's not like it was within one, two seconds. Three seconds is all the time you get in this league. 
this the ball has to be out at three seconds that's even too long three second average time to throw is too long in the nfl sorry go ahead no no it's fine um he double clutched on the first three pass attempts of the game so clearly he was hesitating he wasn't just like letting it go letting it rip um Darnold double clutched on a couple too, which I thought was interesting. Like well, whatever, they thought, not good, but, yeah. whatever they thought they were going to see, maybe they didn't see, but to me, I thought the longer Trey played, the better he looked, the longer Sam played, the worse he looked. And as soon as he threw that near interception, Kyle yanked him, right? He was supposed to play the entire second half. Nope. They pulled Sam Darnold out right quick before he could make a signature stupid play. And uh, that was it. Then we got the Brandon Allen show. So it's far. pretty crazy that the only quarterback for the 49ers that had an interception tonight was Brandon Allen. The only one who didn't deserve to have the interception. <laughs> yep, he threw the ball right to Ronnie Bell. It was a nice throw. And Ronnie Bell had a good game, by the way. Great but that game until that moment. <laughs> that You're was right. a really bad drop by Ronnie Bell. But overall, he had a really good game. We'll get into Ronnie Bell more once we finish this conversation. I did think as soon as Sam Darnold got in, Sam Darnold at least looked like he could handle being an NFL quarterback. He made some nice throws, but then also, I mean, he's Sam Darnold, right? Like he, he's not a bad thrower of the ball. Like when you're talking about like skill set, Sam Darnold has a fine arm. He's act like, that's not his issue. His issue is bad decisions. And you saw it, <laughs> you saw it when he threw to a guy over the middle with three defenders around him and it should have easily been an interception. Mm -hmm as well and it, it, like you said as sam darnold was playing more and more it's like okay at first i was like okay he's looking pretty solid looked way better than trey lance right off the bat and then as it went on you're like okay yeah this is just sam darnold but like some people are like oh darnold's deep throw was against backups it's like it doesn't matter the ball was perfect it was a perfect yeah. throw to ronnie perfect bell it was the, yeah. it's exactly where it needed to be like I don't care if it was against backups. The throw doesn't change. What the requirement yeah. doesn't change. And Sam made you a nice. Can, you play. can say like, well, Ronnie Bell beat a backup corner, but yeah, that has right. nothing to do with Sam Darnold putting the ball where it needed to go. Yep, exactly. Completely agree. I thought Darnold had better pockets to work from than Trey, and Darnold made better throws from those. Darnold was pockets. getting the ball out faster, so the pockets didn't look as bad. That okay. first, that first sack by Trey Lance, the very first start of the game, he had a pocket. I mean, he had it's a, a pocket throw. You got to get it out. Like that's. That's what the play is. It's a, it's not designed for you to hold the ball back there. Now I don't know though. Did the, I saw people saying that the corner jumped the route? I have no idea. I can't see. You know, I don't know if that's true. If the corner jumped the route, you shouldn't throw the ball. Taking the sack there is the better play. I have no idea what happened. So I don't, I don't know either way. But the reason he got sacked is because it was a quick, designed quick throw that he didn't throw, and that's what but happened. Also, he didn't try to like. So if you're first, if you're a it's not great if you only have one read and then it's just like, oh, the play's going to be over with, like maybe drop some better plays than that. But also once the whole point about Trey having the ceiling is that he can make plays happen when things go off script, when everything doesn't work perfectly. That's our whole thing with Trey Lance, right? We want a quarterback that can make special plays when everything doesn't work perfectly instead of it being all timing. And like you, you could just get it done in, uh, in Shanahan's offense. But Trey didn't show any of that tonight. He didn't show he had that one really, really nice play where he this is this is the thing. He had that one really great play towards near in the red zone. He evades to the right. He he actually decides I'm going to get out of this pocket and I get sacked. He decided quickly, loved it. And then he still kept his eyes down the field and it was beautiful play. And that shows his upside, right? But then on the very, you know, this is his time to shine right here. He's putting it together and then he 
throws the pick in the end zone. I know it wasn't a pick, but it was a pick in the end zone. Touchdown, you mean? Yeah, I'll say this when when he drops back, there were a few plays where like they tried to roll him out and the Raiders were ready for it. And that dropped interception was one of them where there's a guy right there. Brock in that situation can make the guy miss. Trey doesn't have that elusiveness that Brock. I can't has. believe how uh, like not mobile Trey is compared to what we expected him to be coming out of school. That that commenter is so correct. Like people were calling his athleticism up there with Lamar Jackson, like, and at least Josh Allen, like people are saying he's more athletic than Josh Allen. Like he does it in different ways, but he's more athletic. And I, I don't, I, I was shocked by how slow he looked tonight when running away from these backup defenders of the Raiders. Now it just because you're a backup doesn't mean you're slow. So maybe these guys had fast 40 times. I don't know, but I just like, he was not creating any space between these guys. He, he just did not look like a special athlete at all. He needs to get vertical. He doesn't going around the edge is not going to work for him. He needs to go North and South. He didn't do that tonight. But that's I not don't know really much- helpful then for fantasy. Cause then that's just, you have to just call plays up the middle. Like, like the helpfulness of being so mobile is it's so hard to take them down, right? Like it's so hard. Like the, the defense had everything they needed to do. They had the right coverage. They got the pressure on the quarterback, but they still got away and made a crazy play either with their legs or their feet. That's what makes mobile quarterbacks so special. Not the, Oh, you can run fast down the field. Like sure. That might help you once every five, six games, right? Like if for a play to actually matter like that, and so Trey Lance is not showing me at all that his athleticism is making a difference on the playing field on a regular basis. He's not elusive for sure. Like it reminds me of Kaepernick. Kaepernick wasn't elusive either, but Kaepernick uh, could run like hell once he got going. Larkin, shout out to you, YouTube channel member for two months. If you want to be a YouTube channel member, please sign up. It's less than $3 a month to get custom emojis, priority comment response and membership badges as well. Trey is number three right now, period. I think the fact that they pulled Darnold when they did shows that right now he is quarterback three. I'll be interested. I bet you Darnold, although Darnold will probably start next week, although that may have happened anyway. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I would say that that's probably where the coaching staff is going to rank him. Um, I I, I may be in the minority and that's fine. I, I Like, first of all, I know what Sam Darnold is, so I don't need these preseason games to evaluate him. Remember Uh, when I said that the 49ers should take Aiden O'Connell in the middle of the rounds? No, but you he was the one, he was the one I was making fun of because of his mustache. Remember I was dying laughing. Oh, that's right. You know what? I do remember the mustache. uh, hate. yeah, Uh, yeah. he's not a, he's not the prettiest looking man with that mustache, but, um, besides that he did look great. And I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding about the 49ers taking him. I, I do think at this point it has to be Sam Darnold's your second quarterback, Matt Mayoko. Um, had a really good tweet after the game. It actually wasn't even his tweet. He just kind of reminded people of something that Brandon Allen said earlier this offseason. He said, the system works well for quarterbacks who can just be accurate and play on time. I don't think that's Trey Lance. And think- that's why Sam Darnold, although he, I don't think he's necessarily the definition of this type of quarterback either, I do think he has more capability of being that higher floor type player that can just get the, you know, Kyle Shanahan tells me what to do. I'm just going to do it type of thing. And I can, I can figure it out. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, I want to get to some of these super chats because people are saying I missed some and I apologize. Joey Love says, Trey wasn't A plus. The O-line was not helping him out at all. I agree. The O-line was not great. Uh, it's not all on the offensive line. Some of it is Trey not getting rid of the ball when he should have. Uh, Steven Duckett says it's preseason game one. I'm not overreacting, but Trey absolutely needs to do better and utilize every opportunity he gets. He certainly could have done a lot better tonight. That's fair. Carlo says Middlecoff just said he got texts from around the league from very from different teams saying Trey looks horrible. No way you can get it even a sixth for Trey. Now, I will say this. If you were worried that the 49ers were going to trade Trey Lance, yeah. that's probably not going to happen now based off or at least after this week, based on what we saw. Yeah, there's a more likelihood they, I don't think this happens, but there's a more likelihood they would have to cut him before they could trade him, which neither is going to happen. But yeah, no team is like, ooh, I need me some of that right before the season. I'm going to fix him three weeks before the season starts. Like that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, we can get back to some of the quarterback stuff here. If Again, if you throw a comment in there, I'll do my best to try and see it. Um, but we should get to some of the other stuff. I thought the Ty Davis price talk, uh, he looked okay. He ran hard, <laughs> broke some tackles. Um, I was pleasantly he was decisive. He yes. just like, he just took the holes and he ran. There was no like playing around. And that's what you need from the running back. That's going to come in and give CMC a, a, a breather, right? I don't care how flashy you are. You don't need to do anything crazy. I just want the running back. That's going to get the job done. Get you four to six yards on any given play. Give CMC his breather and live on to see a day. You know who looked terrible? Oh, here it comes. Here comes the Jordan Mason hate. Go ahead. Jordan Mason. He looked really bad. And it's not like that. Him not getting that fourth and one. I, I wouldn't put that all on him. You would like to I see him. Have, blocked. Yeah. That one guy just literally wasn't black. Now he showed no power or anything. He just got, I mean, just taken down immediately. But I won't put that on him. Like there was just a free defender. But that brutal drop, that that can't happen. Oh, anyway. my God. What are you dropping? And then I'll say that run, he had a, a run on second and one in the second half. This was after the fourth and one. I, I don't honestly know what he was doing. He, there looked like there was so much space to the right. If he just did a little jump cut, he just stayed there and he just ran into his own offensive lineman backs for literally no reason to the right side. Like if he just made a jump cut out, it looked like he could have easily gotten 10 plus yards. I don't know where the next closest defender was. Uh, so like he showed nothing in this game. I was like very confused by that run. He looked worse than he did last year. I was very confused. The, the drop on the screen pass, like, again, we're talking about the dropped interceptions for Trey and that's cool. They, that is a fact. Those were bad throws, bad decisions, all of that. The dropped screen looked like it was going to go for a nice play, too. I don't know how that it was a nice floating pass. It went right to Jordan Mason. Like, dude, you got to catch that. Uh, but I, I don't know how he didn't. Yeah, that's just one of those things where maybe he was in his head 
too much. Yep. And he was like, uh, you know, worried because he's not like a great pass uh, catching running back to, no, he's not. to begin with. So he's like, oh, I just got to catch this, just catch this, and then I can go. But um, yeah, Jordan Mason was what I thought Jordan Mason was. But I do like, I like what I saw out of Ty Davis Price. I'll give, I'll give them that. And I, I think that should be their backup. That's who spells CMC if Elijah Mitchell is not on the team due to injury, you know. It was nice to see like the the hype and then I got to see him on the field and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, yeah, I agree. Hopefully he keeps it up. Carlos M says, Michelle gives the most accurate evaluations. You are getting a lot of love right now. I think Everyone... it's easier for me right now to see how that game actually unplayed than it is for you. Like I do care so much about the 49ers and if they're good this year, but I'm not as emotionally invested as you are. Like it, yeah, if I, if Trey Lance was on the Steelers and he still looked like that, like maybe I would be like just holding out for any piece of hope. So I wouldn't want to see how it actually unplayed. And, you know, you just kind of hide yourself from that. But I, I don't think you actually saw the game from non-biased eyes in the slightest. What have I said all off season, right? I've said everyone expects Trey Lance to make this leap. He's rehabbing from an injury. He's overhauling his, his mechanics and he hasn't played. I have said that all off season. You and also yet, said he needed to have a flawless game and he had the opposite of flawless. that. I said he needed to ball out. Yeah, he needed to take advantage of the opportunities that he had. He didn't do that tonight. I'm not saying that he did, but I have said all off season that the idea that people expected Trey Lance to look different from the jump than what we've seen so far was unrealistic because he literally hasn't played. And I think that's exactly like he looked tonight like he's looked before. Would you agree with that? Yeah, but that's yeah. not good. It looks more. I mean, you got to show some growth. I almost wish they but, let him just kept him in there the whole time. Like, just let him go. Uh, I did want to see what Sam Darnold could do. So I'm happy they put him in, but uh, we're getting a lot of requests to talk about your boy, Jake Moody. Oh boy. Okay. Oh man. I, I just want to know your reactions uh, to those two kicks. So a couple of things. First of all, he almost missed the extra point, which it was going left. Um, and then I noticed that McDaniel called timeouts before both field goal attempts. And I'm wondering if Kyle specifically asked him to do that, right? To try and, because all we've heard about Jake Moody is that mentally, like he's tough, right? So he misses the 40 yarder, which was not good. And then he stayed on the field during halftime, the announcer said. He didn't go into the locker room. He yeah, stayed on I the field that. at halftime, which to me means you're not mentally tough, right? Like if you're mentally tough, you shrug it off and whatever. The fact that he was out on the field, I don't know. Maybe like he was in his head a little bit. And then the 58-yarder, like first of all, it's a 58-yard kick, but it wasn't close. He shanked. It was Shankopotamus big time on that. Now, <laughs> am I making any sweeping generalizations off of Jake Moody off of two misses? No. And can we stop, by the way, every time he misses a kick? He was drafted in the third round. Jake Moody drafted in the third round. Like, that's going to be the most annoying thing. And yeah, Mike Silver, I'm calling you out because I called you out on Twitter and then you responded. Yeah, it's still annoying. It's a preseason kick. I don't care. But you would have liked from a, from a you know, a stand. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's not standpoint. that he just missed them, though. I mean, they were badly off. Both of them. One oh, badly the off to the left. It was pretty bad to the left. I mean, it was not close. That's for sure. No one would be like, Missed. oh, so close. It was it was pretty badly off. And then, the, you know, I was not expecting him to make a 58-yard field goal. Right. Like, those are hard to make. But it, I, I would have been fine if it was just short or just a little bit off. He, I mean, it was all the way to the right. It was shanked. It was terrible. Oh, uh, it was just I, I do, like, going into the season, though, 
doesn't feel great that when he's in the game, maybe he gets nervous. It's a lot easier to make kicks in practice. So much about kicking is mental. That's yep. what kicking is. Like all these guys have super talented legs. That's why they're here. And they're like, it, it's pretty hard to be a kicker in the NFL. There's only 32 starting kickers or 32 kickers who play right. for a team. So uh, I, I will say I, I need to see him make some field goals in this preseason, an actual game setting where there's yeah. pressure on you to feel a little bit better. You'd like to see him make a big kick in the preseason. And he yeah. didn't, he had, like he made one extra point. He missed two field goals. We'll see. Uh, I'm not freaking out about it yet, but you know, it's the first game of the preseason. It was his first per- two professional kicks. One of them was a 58 yarder. Although I agree, you would have liked to see it, you know, be somewhere in the same zip code. It definitely wasn't. Yeah. Carlos says defensive coordinators will adjust to Purdy Kirk Cousins in 2024. I think that's a legitimate possibility. But yeah, I'm not like everyone's like Robbie Gold is still a free agent. If Robbie Gold's there, they're not even going to attempt a 58 yarder. First of all, because there's zero chance of him making it. Like, let's do they still let's have the other kicker, yeah. or did they Zane, Zane, Gonzalez? Zane Gonzalez? Yeah, he's still there. Maybe. I wouldn't be shocked. Like, if he continues to miss, I wouldn't be shocked if they cut him. Um, but I'm not. If they I'm cut gonna, Jake Moody, there's their yeah, If you well, if you're gonna say like, hey, Super Bowl window, Super Bowl window, right? Like, you can't mess around with your kicker. He's got to show. Kicker something. is super important, and you can't they, be missing. If they wanted to give him the job, they could have cut Zane Gonzalez, and he's still on the roster. So. We'll I wouldn't have been worried about it at all if these were like super close missed field goals. Then, you know, he's a rookie and it's his first, like stuff happens. It's not, these aren't easy field goals to make either of them. 40 should be one you make, but if it was just short misses, but they were, they were really bad misses and not, not ideal. Got to do some, got to do better, Jake. Um, that's not then talk about more of the return game then to go with the kicking game. I was not overly impressed with Ronnie Bell as a returner. No, I, yeah, I agree. he was good on the, like he had a nice run. He showed really good, like strength after contact. And then he was good as a pass catcher all, but that one pass he that threw his hands that turned into an interception. But overall, really impressive game. But as a returner, I was like, I would not want him to be the 49ers returner. No, Ronnie Bell wide receiver, way better than Ronnie Bell kick returner. He didn't look particularly fast to me or shifty. He also should have called for a fair catch a couple of times on some punts and took some hits right away when he was trying to catch the ball. So I absolutely agree with you. Uh, Deshaun Jameson looked very good on the returns. He looked explosive. He looked shifty. Now, they also kept committing friggin' penalties on those which was annoying but yeah he no. looked much more impressive overall though he actually looked like he could be a returner the whole thing is like do they have him make the 53-man roster just to be a returner right maybe they find oh. someone else that can actually help them on the field and be a returner but yeah there's no chance Ray Ray's back by season right his it says eight, no it's eight, eight weeks. weeks yeah unfortunately the broken wrist is going to be eight weeks so they got to find somebody. Jamison definitely look. And Ronnie Bell, like, he was okay. He just didn't impress Did me. Great play. Uh, good I, I didn't see he was inactive, but he was not. I mean, he was invisible on the field if he did play. I don't think he played. He didn't uh, He didn't register any sort of stat or anything, and I don't remember seeing him out there. Um, so, yeah, Ronnie Bell looked like good as a wide receiver. I think I'm going to like him. Uh, I, I like the pick when they made it. Uh, he just seems like he could be a Jawan Jennings type of guy, right? Maybe with a little more speed. Cause I think he ran like a four, five, three Ronnie bell as opposed to Jawan Jennings, who I know 
you hate. But uh, yeah, I think there's a spot for Ronnie Bell in this roster. Like there's a guy who sees an opportunity, right? Ray Ray's hurt. He did okay. He didn't fumble any kicks or anything like that. And he looked good as a receiver. Yeah. And like I said, the, the, the ball going through his hands is definitely not great. And if that was his only play of the day or like one of two plays, then maybe we're like, oh my goodness. But, you know, he's still getting used to the game. This is his first game ever playing in the NFL. Like stuff happens. It's fine. And he made enough good plays throughout the rest of the game to be like, this guy has talent and he definitely should make the team. No doubt. But it also comes down to, he might get some playing time. Carlos M says out of all the co-hosts, Michelle gives the most accurate player analysis. If Brock Purdy declines this year and Jimmy improves, how does that make Kyle look? I think like, I like how people throw in the compliment to you and then ask the question. That's good. If you want to, if you want to do that, that'll get your comment read on the air. Oh yeah. I'm loving all this kindness. I'll take it. Thanks guys. If Brock declines this year and Jimmy improves, how does that make Kyle look? I think the bigger indictment will be if Jimmy stays healthy because he's never really been able to stay healthy with the 49. Like Jimmy's going to put up numbers because Josh McDaniels is a good offensive coordinator. So I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm expecting him to put up numbers. They've been talking like, this is what interests me though. Right. So this whole off season, especially in training camp, it's like these, they have three quarterbacks and it's like, I mean, uh, everything that we heard, it's like, oh, it's not fair that Trey Lance doesn't get to play over Brock or Brock, you know, it's not fair. Either one doesn't get to pr- play, right? Like get all these, the reps. they should both be starters is what we're hearing, but they have to compete against each other. And they're just so good. It's like, well, if this is any way that way, how tr- Trey Lance has been performing this year, then what does Brock Purdy look like? That kind of worries me. I want to see him in a preseason game. Good and point. also we've been hearing good stuff about Sam Darnold as well. I, I don't know. Like it's so hard to trust the information we're getting out of camps because we well, know last year, the information that came out was not really too <laughs> truthful overall about the quarterbacks. And it seems like it's only been one game. Uh, the reports about Trey Lance making huge strides. I didn't see them tonight uh, at all. So, but maybe it was just a really bad outing for him and he'll show up next time. But like I said, I, I am, I'm off of saying Trey Lance should be the starter this year. He should not. What we have seen from the reports is that all the quarterbacks have kind of looked the same. And so if you're, you know, I'll say this, if you're not worried about Brock Purdy's interceptions in practice and dropped interceptions in practice, then you shouldn't be freaking out about Trey Lance tonight because you got to hold both guys to the same standard. But I have, I mean, we just had this whole live show on Friday saying like, this is something I was worried about last year. I, I felt like, I felt like Brock Purdy got lucky a lot of times. He sh- he had a great place. Like, don't get me wrong. He was so impressive. Everything he did, I was super impressed by him. But there were a lot of times where I felt like he was an extremely lucky quarterback. And if that luck gets away at all and they start making more, you know, having more turnovers, that could really change the course of the season. So, yeah, I, I take those seriously. But also, I didn't get to see Brock Purdy's interceptions. It's completely different. I did say that on the show. I didn't get to see, was it a good processing? Was it good decision-making? And it just happened nope. to be an interception, but it was the right choice. These two non-interceptions, but interceptions by Lance were the wrong choice. They were bad decisions. And, bad he was decision. not, and it was on place. He was not seeing the field at all. So I, I don't know what Brock Purdy's looked like. And that's the difference here where we can, you know, judge one guy and not the other. Yeah, it's so much like it's so helpful just being able to see, right? Because like, I don't have to take yeah. anybody's word for it, you know? Yeah. Now, I don't I would really like to see the all 22 because I feel like there's more I can learn because there's some stuff I couldn't see. But just being able to judge for myself was just like so freaking refreshing. Um, I, I'm trying to see if Shanahan 
spoke after the game and what he said. I'm not seeing a ton right now on X or Twitter. Uh, if anybody sees anything interesting, shoot it in the chat. Uh, we'll respond to it. Let's get to some other. Sean Morris says Kinlaw looked bad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't know for sure that he looked bad, but I'll say this. He sure as hell didn't look good. And all this Isn't talk he supposed her- to be a good run defender? I mean, that defensive line was getting destroyed. It's not all his fault, but there was one particular play that you could see the whole play by Kinlaw, just with the way the camera was. And Kinlaw wasn't even, I mean, the run came right near him and he just kind of was like acting like an offensive lineman, like blocking, blocking the <laughs> offensive lineman. It's like, you're helping them. <laughs> what are you doing? He was, he didn't even try to get off his man and make a play or go towards the runner at all. And it was right near him. I, I just, I don't, maybe I don't know what, the coaches drew up for him or what, but I can't imagine it was blocking. It's like, I can't imagine whatever he did was the thing that was called. Like it was only helping the Raiders. I didn't see him flash. Everybody said he looks so good. This, that, and the other thing, training camp hero, Javon Kinlaw. All I know is last time I saw Javon Kinlaw in a game was the NFC championship game. And he was getting shoved out of the club every other play. And I certainly didn't see anything today to justify that. Now, maybe he'll look better. I don't know, but right now I didn't see that. You know, that to me was one training camp narrative that didn't hold up. We said the TDP thing held up. Okay. Uh, Ronnie Bell, I heard good things about in training camp. He looked good. Okay. But to me, the Kinlaw thing. And again, I'm not saying it's an ability thing with him. I'm saying it's a knee issue, but I got to see better from Javon Kinlaw or just not just anything. Let me just see anything. And then there's this Julian Tandy. Cameron Latu looked very, very rookie. If there is a guy that has had a bad camp, it is Cameron Latu. Multiple drops, just ha- can get open, people are saying, but cannot catch the ball. He actually caught the ball tonight. Unfortunately, he didn't hang on to the ball, had a fumble, set the Raiders up in the red zone, and it was just like, damn. And that's the only thing I really saw from him all night. Well, unfortunately, that was his big knock coming out of school. It was the dropsies. Like, he drops the ball way too much. And when, if when he does catch it, like he's able to get open because he has a good route running ability for a tight end. And when he does catch it, he's really good after the catch. It just comes down to catching the damn ball. And that's something he really suffered at in, in, in college. So it's unfortunate to see that it's also transition over to the NFL and he's not going to be on the field much if he can't catch a ball when it, he's targeted. Tonight was not a good night for the 49ers draft evaluations because there are people saying you took Jake Moody in the third and you took Cam Latu in the third and you didn't take any offensive linemen. Moody missed two field goals, Latu a big fumble, and the offensive line was getting worked at least early on in the game. So, yeah, just for just for tonight, I'm not making any sweeping statements, but just for tonight, their draft plan didn't look great. No, and I know a lot of people just say like, oh, their offensive line starters weren't in. That's that's okay. I, I think like, obviously their offensive line starters are going to be so much better. And I, I think they'll be okay in general. The problem arises that are they all really going to stay healthy all year long? And the 49ers have zero depth at offensive line. I mean, this is their depth that you saw. tonight. These are the guys that would have to come in. There is nobody impressive on that line. And nope. they might have to, you know, sign some guys and try again, like just try again to get some depth behind them because the, you cannot depend on these players if anyone misses time. And that's my biggest worry is I don't, 
I don't know if all five guys, I mean, that would be very unlikely, right? All five guys stay healthy. Well, all year Trent long. Williams never plays a full season. So right there, I mean, you just go, but he hasn't played a full season in years. He always misses a couple of games. So yeah, you would think that. And honestly, Jake Brendel might be like the most important one right now, because I don't think they have a, a center worth Jason playing Poe behind him. No, Jason Poe did not look good. Um, I want to rewatch the game too, so I can take a better look at that. But yeah, it, I mean, like you mentioned the fourth down play. I don't know if it was the offensive line. It could have been a tight end. Mike Golick Jr. tweeted me and he said he thought it was supposed to be one of the tight ends, but somebody didn't block a defender and the defender came right in. And by the way, shotgun on fourth and two, not my favorite call, Kyle Shanahan. We're not going to get too worked up over it in the preseason. But I mean, when you don't block a guy, it makes it pretty damn hard for your running back. Yeah, it did look like it was a tight end sweeping through that probably was supposed to at least put his hands on him, like do something. Touching. Just, yeah, touch <laughs> like, stop him a little bit, slow him down for 0.1 seconds. And it was just like, he just ran right by him. Like he thought it was like a pa passing play or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but it was bad. Uh, Benjamin Bear, YouTube channel member says, when is the first cut down? That would be, there's only one cut down now and it's August 29th. They changed the rule. There used to be like multiple cut down days. Now it's just one. That day is going to be crazy, by the way, because guys are going to get cut, signed. And it's going to be, it's going to be a good Twitter refresh day. But uh, that's so that's the day. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's the answer there. I'm trying to see. You know who else I thought played pretty well? Ambry Thomas. Yeah. Had a couple of nice plays in coverage. You know, he's a guy that said that after his rookie year, he kind of felt like he'd arrived and that he didn't really essentially put the work in in the offseason. And it showed last year. But so far... He looked good, although he's been getting beat in camp from what I've heard, but he looked good tonight. Thomas was the one part of the secondary that I thought looked pretty solid overall. And then he also had that really nice tackle. I, yes. I don't remember it was third and one or fourth and one. It was like Look back down. to back Womack, Womack and Ambry Thomas had really nice tackles there. And that was really great to see by those two. I will say there was a ton of open receivers tonight and maybe they just didn't play their full defensive scheme. But they, I mean, everyone besides uh, Ward were like for the corners, pretty much they're going to have playing time this year, right? Like Womack's going to have playing time. Ambry Thomas, uh, Lenore didn't play tonight, right? I don't think so. Isaiah no. Oliver did not look good. He's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, that's what I was. Back. Isaiah Oliver got, you know, there was one play, Keelan Cole just was wide open on Isaiah Oliver, who's supposed to be a big part of this defense this year. Uh, yep. There's just a lot of open plays, even on the first drive for the Raiders, Trey Tucker gets wide open for a third down catch. And that changes everything for that drive. Like the, the 49ers could have gotten off the field pretty fast there. And it was just, it felt like every play for Aiden O'Connell was just like to a wide open guy, which has been something I've been harping on for the 49ers past defense this 
you know, this last season that they, they had a ton of advantage because of the pass rushers, which they still should have a ton of help from that. But I would really like to not see so many wide open plays to these receivers. And again, they may have just not been playing their full defensive scheme, but didn't love seeing that. I would have liked to see the defensive line get a little more pressure. Um, they didn't really get a ton and this is supposed to be, you know, one of the deeper units that for the 49ers and they didn't really do it. They did a couple Cleveland Farrell had a nice sack, which, you know, yeah, a little revenge is. there. That's cool. Um, and I've been hearing good things about him. So that was cool to see, but for the most part, they didn't really pressure the quarterback too much. And we know that the Niners defense is built on pressure. Yeah. I mean, the, the top guys who are going to get pressure this year, all were not playing besides Farrell, who seems like he's going to be playing over Drake Jackson, um, I, I am, I'm drinking a vodka soda in my studio. Oh, 11 black chiming in. Need something stronger than a mimosa after that mess. And apparently you went with vodka soda. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it literally has like this much vodka and like this much soda, but it's still, it has some vodka in it. Anyways, Farrell's <laughs> sack, I thought it was a really nice move. It wasn't just like a clear lane to the quarterback. He made that little, nice little, yeah, he, that was a good move. I mean, there wasn't many great things we saw tonight and the Farrell's sack was one of the good things we saw. And he's been getting a lot of hype this, this training camp. And maybe that's one thing that will actually come to fruition in the regular season. And if he's going to be playing over Drake Jackson, that's a really nice thing to see from him. From him, not so much from Drake. <laughs> yeah, not so much from Drake, but at least he, he showed something there. I'm sure he didn't play a ton of snaps overall, but I, I that one play, I was like, okay, all right. You got a little a little juice in you. So yeah. I was happy to see that. I mean, like you mentioned before, he was a fourth overall pick. So somebody thought at some point that he had some sort of talent uh, and it's nice to see that flash a little bit. But those are my big takeaways. A lot of people are saying D winners and Jalen Graham, the linebackers looked good. I think that there were a couple of plays in coverage where I thought maybe they got sort of lost in the shuffle a little bit, but man, they can run. Like you see it already sideline to sideline. They can freaking move. And that's exactly what the 49ers love about their linebackers. Yeah. I think their defense is going to be fine this year. Like they have so many pieces, so many dominant pieces. And am I a little bit worried about the depth of the secondary and the consistency with how they cover guys? Yeah. But their defense is still going to be solid. I think right now our biggest worry has to be, is Brock Purdy fully healthy? I mean, they say he's fully healthy, but is Brock Purdy fully healthy in terms of arm strength and abilities? And does he look like he's improving from last year? Now I'm like, I I need to see Brock Purdy out there because this is the guy that needs to start after seeing Trey Lance. He cannot be the starter. Brock Purdy needs to be the starter. And hopefully he's able to work on, you know, getting better from even last year in the short period of time that he gets this, this training camp. People were freaking out that Brock Purdy is not playing like that didn't play. Like I'm, it was the first preseason. I would game. never think Brock Purdy's going to play. Why would you play him coming off that injury? He's already came back so fast. Don't don't get him touched yet. That's the thing, and and he kind of hinted this too. Like he's still sort of in the last kind of stages of his rehab. Don't forget, they still have him on a you know a, a pitch count, so to speak. That may be changing this week, but right now, you know, he was still not practicing every day. So I'm fine if you know with him not playing tonight, but he has to play in the preseason. So if he doesn't play next week, I'll be a little worried. And then obviously they have the third preseason game. Like he has to get some run in the preseason, but I'm not going to freak out that he didn't play tonight. I think all of the starters for the 49ers besides Kittle should play in the third preseason game. 
just for a drive or two, right? I'm not asking for a lot. Two drives. I, I want to see this full offense clicking. I don't want them to have to go into week. I mean, I'm a Steelers fan, so maybe I want this, but I don't want them to go into week one without having this time for Brock Purdy to even experience being on the field against a, a defense, like besides his, like being in a real game situation after this type of injury being in week one. And like, but I also like, I want to see all of them gel together. I think they need at least a drive or two just to, just to see how it works, get some kinks out, see what didn't work too. I think that's even more important mm-hmm. uh, for those first couple of drives, like see uh, what, what you might need to improve on. You have 17 days from that third preseason game to the season opener. So even do the 49ers even have more time than that? Cause that's from the preseason to preseason opener. Uh, their final preseason game is the 25th against the chargers, which is a Friday. And then they have that week off and then they, you know, well, yeah. ugh, I hate so there's that. so much time in between that you still have time to fix some stuff up and yeah. get, get things better. So I think they should be playing in the third preseason game two drives, see what they look like. Obviously if they look amazing in the first drive, sit them, but I, that should be the game plan in my mind. Sorry I for that. I sound drunk. Sorry for the podcast listeners. Can we talk about how Levin's photo? Like, what is this from 18 years ago? Levin, he's got like dark, dark hair. I'm just saying, man, that's not an accurate representation. He looks like Sam Darnold. I host the show. He kind of does. <laughs> I host a show with you every week. I know that's not how you're, that's also like his hair now is like blonde. In this picture, it's like dark, dark black. That's very deceptive, Levin. There's nothing more annoying than a social media picture or a photo of someone you think is going to look one way. And then when you see them, they look different than the photo. Don't be that guy, Levin. It was very nice of you to say blonde instead of gray. I went with blonde. It looks blonde to me. So most of the comments I see are about Trey Lance. I didn't see any comments from Lance after the game. I didn't see any comments from anybody after the game, which is really weird. Like nobody tweeted what, what the coach said, nothing like, are we keeping it a secret? (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) Um, You know, you know, the reporters don't like to ask questions. I know they probably didn't. They probably just said, Kyle, we'll just write whatever we want. We'll, it'll all be fine. But no, to summarize, I don't think Kyle Shanahan was trying to, to sabotage Trey Lance. I don't think Trey Lance was as horrible as people are saying, although certainly you would have liked to see him do more than he did. And I don't think Sam Darnold looked all that good, despite hitting the one pass, which was a, which was a beautiful throw. Listen, it was, it was bad. It was, it was bad. I think you're giving him too much credit. So it does look like Kyle Shanahan spoke or was asked a couple questions. Cause I just went to my email real quick uh, to see if I got anything. It says Kyle Shanahan seems entirely unbothered by Jake Moody's missed field goals. Uh, Shanahan said he's been great in practice. He hit them all. He handles himself well. No issues with me. And then Kyle Shanahan still had praise. (laughs) Yeah. And then it says Kyle Shanahan still had praise for Ronnie Bell and Tate Martin, despite their errors at the catch point in the fourth quarter. Tate Martin did have a, a nice catch too. Give him that. You're such a why are you such a Tay Martin fan? You hate Jordan Mason, but you love Tay big Martin. Play Tay. It's really the only reason I love him is just a nickname. I just want to be able to say big play Tay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about the dude besides big play Tay. <laughs> I know it, like he had some solid, he was solid in college, but yeah, I, I just know him as big play Tay. And he made a big play today. Good for Tay. That was a lot of rhyming. Uh I'm trying to look here. Shanahan. Praise Lance for finding what was his last read on that play. Shanahan said, Lance made a hell of a play on the touchdown. I know it was almost a hell of a play for them with the pick, but that was the last guy on a bootleg that flashed and he put it on him. 
And that Raiders DB came in and tipped it and made a good play. But fortunately, Dwelly was there. Kyle like does not really criticize, especially quarterbacks. I feel like publicly he, he would have said the same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo and I would have been pounding him for it privately. I've heard he's incredibly brutal with the quarterbacks, but I mean, it might've been his last read. Okay. That's cool. But he still shouldn't have thrown it. He should not have thrown that. And especially because it was first down, like you're in the red zone. It's first down. Just, Bury that thing. Take the sack or just yeah, throw it away. Throw it away. Or again, when everything doesn't work well, your whole per this is I don't know how many more times I can say this. The whole reason we want Trey Lance to be the starter is because we thought he had ability to make something out of nothing. Well, that's nothing, right? If you're saying there's nothing there, A, he made a terrible decision, not just throwing it away. But then the difference between these guys like Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, what do they do in those situations? They get out of the pocket, they create time for their playmakers to, you know, run around, get open, and they just somehow find guys. No, it doesn't happen all the time. Like, it's not easy. But that's what makes those quarterbacks so insanely special. And that's what we were hoping the upside of having Trey Lance is right. Like, right? Like, you can handle his issues he has elsewhere because he's able to give you those type of plays. But he's if he's not able to give you those type of plays, then it's also not worth him having – the floor that he has as well, where he makes these really bad decisions. You can't, you can't not be special and then also make bad decisions. Like <laughs> that's not a good combination. No, no, uh, it's not. I'll say that more from Kyle on that play quote. It was an open hole. I mean, it was nice that he saw it, flipped it and went for it. I'm glad that he tried to rip it. It was a tight window. He could put it a little bit more in front of him, but the guy came and made a good play on it and it ended up working out for us. So it's funny because I, everybody was tweeting, right? Oh, Lance is going to get dinged for that in the evaluation from Kyle Shanahan. And that's not going to be great at a good play. And it should have been an interception and all that stuff. And maybe Kyle will do that privately, privately, but publicly, it sounds like he's doing the opposite. It sounds like he's given Lance a, a, a plus, at least for seeing the read and for trying to make a tight window throw, which is surprising. I did notice. I felt like every single play tonight was just... I, I may have already said this, but uh, just going to hit on it again. Every single play by Lance, and maybe it was by design, was in the flat or over the middle down the field. Like, it it looks like he only has eyes from here to here of the field. Like, you rarely see him do targets, uh, you know, intermediate targets to the outside. That's very That's rare for offense. him. It's, it's usually over the middle is mostly where they live. I mean, if he goes to the outside, usually it's like on a wheel route. Or in a case like we saw with Ronnie Bell, where he just smoked the guy off the line of scrimmage and Darnold put it right on him. I mean, it's fair. It definitely Kyle Shanahan's offense is in the and allowing for you know yards after the catch. And I do like I like when teams use the middle, but I like with Trey Lance, I just didn't feel like he was looking anywhere else. It was just the middle of the field, unless it was a purposely called play that was just going to be a you know a, a short little pass that was going to be out in you know the first second of doing it, and that was the only play. Right, that's the play design. But besides that, he it was just just over the middle, and that's it. And I think that's why defenders knew where to go. I think that's why they made those really good plays where they're able to go almost intercept the ball because they know like that's exactly where Trey Lance is staring down the whole time, and that's the only place he's been throwing. So it makes it really easy then to make those decisions and be like, yeah, I'm going to go for that ball. All right, but are guys running like deep outs to the sideline? We don't know. Are, were guys open on the sideline that Trey saw and didn't throw the ball to? We don't know. Gotta it's hard watch to say. All 22. That's Get right. Get the NFL Plus package. I, I was it. like, I'm going to go watch all 22. 
I need preseason all 22. Well, uh, let me ask you this, Michelle, because I see this from Andre Garibay. He's a faithful supporter of the channel. Who had the more deceptive stat line? Trey Lance tonight or Justin Fields, who was three for three for like 180 yards, where I know the two touchdowns that he threw were little dump offs. And the guy ran very deceptive, but at the same time, but like fields made the right plays, made the right choices. And I mean, on that second one, he had to evade the pass rushers, get out and then give it to Herbert, like not giving him credit for that touchdown is pretty crazy. Like, unless you have the mobility, like fields and like Trey Lance gets tackled there. It gets tackled there. He just does because he doesn't know how to get out. So fields Fields did the right thing. And so that, that the DJ Moore touchdown, yeah, that's very deceptive on the stat sheet. But I mean, Trey Lance should literally be zero touchdowns, two interceptions, and it showed one touchdown, zero interceptions, which is kind of crazy. So yeah, it act like this is the thing with Justin Fields. If the 49ers would have came out with Trey Lance and scored two 50 plus yard touchdowns, you would be ecstatic. Ecstatic. I would, would be, be happy over for the, the moon. And then I when would, I'm excited about the bears, all no, I said was, no, no. I said bears because I've been calling the bears to be a playoff team. And I think the offense will be good. Then you just start ripping on Justin Fields being like, he did nothing impressive. That's like, I was just excited for the bears. And also Justin Fields did absolutely nothing wrong. He did everything he needed to do. Oh, I didn't and, say anything wrong. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what there is to hate besides you just being a hater and you being sad. They didn't make the right decision. No, First the quarterback of all, they drafted. if the if the same thing that happened for Fields happened for the Niners tonight, I wouldn't say Trey Lance. Oh my God, he made all this these amazing throws. And nobody is they saying weren't. that about Fields. Nobody. You were saying it about Fields. No, I was not. I said my go back, go back to my play. I said the Bears screen pass. I said the Bears. Two screen passes. Let's all let's all praise Justin Fields for his MVP performance. That justifies that, that wanna, they made. Do you want right to know pick. how many short touchdowns Patrick Mahomes had last year? It broke the record for the number of short touchdown passes. Are we they comparing? Count. We're we comparing Justin Fields to Patrick Mahomes now. Oh, I don't yeah, know that that's a comparison you want to yeah, you want to get I into. I do. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, not exactly the start we wanted for the 49ers. They lose 34 to seven. Not that anyone cares. The Trey Lance, uh, Sam Darnold, Brock Purdy discussions will continue. Hopefully next week we have some Brock Purdy stuff to actually see and review because we didn't get any tonight and we all could use some. Let's be honest. Can you imagine if Brock Purdy had played and then played like did the same thing that the other two 49ers quarterbacks had done tonight? Like, oh, man. Yeah, at least we still have hope that Brock Purdy can come (laughs) out and show something. Yeah, I'm happy that. Yeah, that would have been real disappointing because at least we have hope for that. Thank you so much, Michelle, for hopping in here. I know usually you're working on Sundays and uh, we don't get the chance to do it. And I love having you. And obviously everyone in the comments is singing your praises. So, uh, you know, I wish we could do it more, but your your blasted job is getting in the way. But thank you. I know this is fun. I would love to be able to come on more. But yeah, normally I'm very deep into writing at this time. If you want more Michelle, you can tune into our show that we do on Fridays. You could read NFL.com where her fantasy articles come out every week to help you get your lineup set. Or you could listen to the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast, which is every weekday. Right, Michelle? Yeah, every single day we post an episode Monday through Friday. We're going to go through all of our uh, positional rankings this week. 
So you have that as well if you need more Michelle in your life. Or you can listen to the Ball Blast Football Podcast with Michelle and her fantastic wife, Kate. So I have a lot of projects. Yes, you're a very busy woman. But anyway, thanks, everybody. Thank you for all the comments. Please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Me and Vish will be back tomorrow. uh, Let's see, 10 a.m. Pacific time. We'll do a live show reacting. I'll try to have seen a little more of the preseason game, the All-22 possibly, so we can talk about all that stuff. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Bye, y'all.